A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hope Gap is the directorial debut of playwright and screenwriter William Nicholson. He arrived in the 1980s with a touching TV drama called Shadowlands, later a movie starring Anthony Hopkins as Narnia's C.S. Lewis in Love. Since then, Nicholson's been a writer for hire on films like Gladiator, Les Miserables and Everest. But Hope Gap started out as his own Tony-nominated play called The Retreat from Moscow. Does Jamie know? Some of it. I told him at breakfast. You told Jamie? I know this is all a shock, but I do truly believe you'll come to see it's for the best. Well, neither the titles Hope Gap nor Retreat from Moscow are to be taken literally, though. They're both rather tortuous metaphors for the dying relationship of Grace and Edward, as seen through the eyes of their 20-something son, Jamie. Hello, stranger. Hello, Mum. Hello, stranger. <laughs> Hello, Mum. Sometimes I think we don't really talk. What do you mean, talk? You don't talk the way people do. You can't complain about the quality of the cast, even if none of them is exactly stretched. Front and centre is Grace, played with all the stops out by Annette Benning. She spends most of the first act being annoying and then feeling aggrieved when people are annoyed. Her defence is she's trying to get a response, particularly from her bland and withdrawn husband, Edward. I can't bear to think you're unhappy, Jamie. I'm fine. Fine isn't the same as happy. No, we're happy, aren't we, Edward? Yes, we're fine. Edward is essentially every Bill Nye character you've seen in the past ten years, but without the jokes. And since Bill Nye's saving graces, he's often very funny. What we're left with here is just the brooding glumness. Look, Edward, you can't just walk away after 29 years. You have to try. I have tried for 29 years. No. And playing their son Jamie as a sort of younger version of the Bill Nye character is Josh O'Connor, so good in TV series The Crown as a slightly flattering portrait of the young Prince Charles. If Edward is Bill Nye without the fun, Jamie is Prince Charles without the fortune. I think the truth is we're different kinds of people. If I had to blame you for anything, it would be letting her think that you were happy. Since the two men are largely defined by what they don't have, that leaves us with Grace, who almost defies Annette Benning to make something sympathetic out of her. When Edward finally announces he's leaving, Grace refuses to accept it. You think maybe you'll walk back through that door? It really could happen. Mum, he's in love! Your life hurts you so much, I won't stop you. This isn't anything to do with me, this is your problem. On a good day, with a good script and a good director, Annette Benning can be a glorious force of nature. I don't know how good the script of Hope Gap was when it was a play, but now it seems to be a bunch of repetitive scenes held together by a voiceover narrative from Josh O'Connor. 
His name is Edward. Stay, Edward. Stay. Forgive me for needing you to be strong forever. Forgive me for fearing your unhappiness. I'm not one of those purists who criticise voiceover narrative as somehow uncinematic, but a bad example is when it keeps telling you something you've seen no other evidence for. I have been here before. The sighing sounds. You have been mine before. We're told Grace is a poetry fan, compiling a collection for her own amusement. She's also a devout Catholic, which allows us to see why her reaction to Edward's decision to leave is so rigid. But no amount of telling can get us past the fact that William Nicholson, the director, is doing no favours to the work of William Nicholson, the writer. There's a good boy. Let's show him your new trick. Die, Edward, die. Oh, Oh, there, isn't he clever? <laughs> Wouldn't it be something if I could get the real Edward to do that? You'll make him die. Well, roll about on the ground a bit. A play forgives, in fact, often requires a certain amount of rather leaden explanation. But a film needs to be lighter on its feet and give us some better reasons to sympathise with three emotionally cut-off characters than simply being told to. I mean, what gave you the right? That's enough. I thought... There were three unhappy people. Now there's only one. I couldn't warm to either Bill Nye or Annette Benning this time. To my surprise, I usually admire both of them in most things. Josh O'Connor was better, possibly because his character was clearly close to Nicholson himself. The story of Hope Gap seems to have been based on the relationship of his parents. As you suffer, so I shall suffer. Hold my hands and walk the old walk. One last time. But in the end, the fault lies with the film direction. William Nicholson, like many writers, isn't a natural filmmaker, and he fails in that time-honoured instruction to a novice film director everywhere. Take out anything that sounds like writing and cut out anything that looks like acting. If we get a divorce, I get less than if he died. Oh, yes. So it would be better for me if you were dead. 